Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Hey, do you own a gas station in the state of New York? If so, you might be a little nervous right now. That's because your new governor just signed a law that will ban the sale of all gas-powered cars. On today's podcast, we talk about why she did this and what this will mean for the Empire State and for the rest of us. Hello and welcome back once again to Parts Per Billion, the environmental podcast from Bloomberg Law. I'm your host, David Schultz. So as I mentioned at the top, the governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, just signed a bill into law that permits only the sale of zero emission vehicles in her state. Of course, I left out a crucial detail here that this measure doesn't take effect until 2035. Still, this is a big deal. New York is a really huge state, and it joins another really, really huge state, California, in taking this zero emission step. To find out more about what this all means and how this bill passed the legislature and wound up on Hochul's desk, her brand new desk, I should say, I turned to Bloomberg Law's Albany reporter, Keisha Kluke. I wanted to get into the timing of all of this, but with Hochul signing this bill shortly after taking office and shortly after her state suffered damage from Hurricane Ida. But first, I asked Keisha what the zero emission bill actually does. So the bill uh, looks to lower carbon emissions in the state and combat, combat climate change. Um, the transportation portion of the state's uh, greenhouse gas emissions is roughly, the estimate is about 20%, uh, comes from the transportation sector alone. So last week, the governor signed into law a bill that would ban the use of uh, gas-powered or fossil fuel-powered vehicles um, starting in 2035, which kind of aligns with California. Um, and so basically the sale and lease of new passenger cars and trucks um, would not be allowed. And then further, um, it looks at uh, medium-duty and heavy-duty vehicles uh, for 2045 is the deadline for those. So you could still keep your gas-powered car, but you would not be able to buy a new one Theoretically, the state is aiming to get more electric vehicle sales up, combat climate change, and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. So this is a big deal, um, to put it mildly. Uh, tell me about the legislative journey here. I have to imagine that, you know, this bill had a lot of twists and turns as it went through the state house in Albany. Yes. So this actually was originally passed in April um, of this year. So we've been waiting a little bit for the governor to sign it. Um, of course, there was some um, scandals and other things. We have a new governor now. So there was a lot. And they, um, you know, finally signed the bill into, into place. And the state actually in 2019 passed legislation that aims to lower carbon emissions and combat climate change. And so I think that the lawmakers were looking for something that would sort of take the the transportation sector 
alone into mind. So it will sort of work in conjunction with the state's climate law. There were plans to have regulations, but the lawmakers, um, I actually was speaking to one of them yesterday, and they said, you know, we really wanted to codify this into law. That way it wasn't just a goal. It was actually going to get done. And it's also sort of done to spark other, hopefully <laughs> spark this in other states so that, um, you know, we're seeing nationally a reduction in greenhouse gases and, and combating climate change as in lieu of federal uh, regulations. So I have to ask you, you know, the bill passed uh, the legislature in April, sat on the governor's desk, and now all of a sudden it gets signed. This timing, maybe it's coincidental, but it, it feels like it can't be coincidental um, as you mentioned, uh, New York has a new governor. Did that play into this at all? Uh, it makes me think that maybe former Governor Cuomo was uh, opposing this bill and that the current governor, Kathy Hochul, uh, is in favor. Is that the case? I don't think so. Of course, we'll never fully know what was going on behind the scenes with the Cuomo administration in the last few months, um, in particular, of his administration. But we do know... Um, one of the reasons why Hochul made this one of her first priorities, I mean, she was signed, she uh, came into office at the end of, of August. So she's maybe week three at this point. Um, but we had that big hurricane um, and storm and it caused a lot of damage in New York City. And of course, these storms are becoming more frequent due to climate change. And so I think this was one of her first acts as governor where she could sort of do a cause and effect. We had these storms, we need to act. I can sign this legislation. And I also think it's interesting as we look to, um, you know, Kathy Hochul has already said she plans to run again in 2022 for governor, and she needs to make a lot of big steps. Uh, so I think her taking this was also sort of a political move um, and and could bring a lot of sort of the left-leaning Democrats over to her side and, and make a name for herself nationally by signing this right away as a priority. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, She's from upstate New York. I think she's seen as more of a moderate. So this could sort of shore up her, her left flank. Um, let's talk about the right flank, though. Uh, I have to imagine that, that Republicans in Albany uh, probably weren't uh, too keen on this. Uh, you know, maybe also the automotive industry wasn't too thrilled about this. Um, or maybe I'm wrong. I, who are the opponents to this? Who are the people who didn't want to see this get passed? Yeah, I mean, actually, surprisingly, it, it went through pretty smoothly. Um, I, I think there were concerns about vehicle sales and the business sector of that. But a lot of car manufacturers, including, you know, very big names, GM, uh, Volkswagen, they've all already sort of committed to um, increasing their electric vehicle selection. And the more electric vehicles that we have on the market, uh, the, the less expensive and more affordable they are. So I think that they were already kind of moving that way. We saw California already has this ban in place also for 2035. Um, there's some some federal discussion on regulations of that. But I think the car manufacturers are sort of reading the tea leaves that if California does it, other states are not far behind. And New York State is a pretty large portion of the market. Um, so even though technically you could 
drive to Pennsylvania in 2035 and purchase a car. Um, it's not going to be the lion's share of sales. I mean, I know, I know I personally am not planning on driving multiple hours to find a car um, that theoretically there's going to be rebates. There's going to be electric vehicle stations everywhere. So definitely the state has a lot to do to actually put this in place. But I think that the industry is already headed in that direction. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. You need a company with extensive experience in specialized insurance. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and helping provide coverage that suits your needs. The Hartford offers insurance solutions that help mid to large-sized businesses like yours effectively manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With extensive experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, the Hartford goes beyond the expected to deliver innovative, customizable solutions and service that your industry, that your business demands. At the Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how the Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Well, let's talk about California, um, because as you mentioned, they are they're the, we're the first out of the gate. New York is seems like number two. Um, is the bill that Governor Hochul just signed is that identical to what California has in place, or are there some some differences? It's pretty close. Um, I'm not as familiar with. Uh... California's law, but I do know that the New York state lawmakers mirrored it after uh, California's law, and they they did that on purpose. And I think New York really wants to be, um, you know, one of the the main actors nationally for this. We have, like I said, we have that climate goal. Um, we're also part of the regional greenhouse gas emissions um, partnership between states. So I think New York is looking to be a leader. Um, I think they would have gone quicker if it seemed feasible. And I think there are some, um, you know, green groups that have said we, we'd like to see this done more quickly. But I think it's it's easier definitely to model after another state and sort of take those considerations. You know, how did they ramp up electric vehicle stations? Um, how did they make this accessible for, uh, you know, low income, you know, people with low income housing may not have access to stations. And then also it's part of sort of this larger goal of like, it's not just about electric vehicles. It's also about partnering with trans uh, the infrastructure of our transportation system. So you may not be able to have an electric vehicle, but you can have, you know, the train or other sort of cleaner uh, modes of travel. So it's going to be sort of a, a wide look at it. And I think using the model of California really um, helps the state jumpstart into that and, and learn lessons learned kind of thing. The other thing that the governor did, though, that I think got a lot less attention, understandably, but is still very important, is she also set up this uh, air pollution 
uh, directive to her cabinet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and again, this one was also modeled after California, um, the California clean truck rules and would require truck manufacturers to transition to clean um, electric zero emission vehicles. And when we're talking about this, we're thinking like, um, you know, the low income communities that are typically in these um, environmental <laughs> deserts where they have a lot more, you know, there's a lot more asthma, there's a lot more health issues that are directly correlated with the air quality and what's near them. And so I think there's a lot of social justice uh, discussion going along with the climate, uh, combating the climate change. And this is directly, uh, would directly affect those communities. Um, so a percentage of the truck sales of these, you know, truck manufacturer sales would have to be zero emissions starting with the 2025 model year. Um, and there would also be other compliance options that allow sort of truck fleets to kind of implement this and replace as they go. So um, I think that they're trying to be cognizant of the industry, but also trying to make sure that the health of these communities is, is better, along with, of course, the the emission um, reduction, which is a benefit. Yeah, well, it just when I read your story about that, I, it made me think that, right, you know, uh, vehicles emit greenhouse gases, but they also emit a lot of other stuff that is bad for the environment, bad for health, bad for air pollution. And so it seems like Governor Hochul wanted to sort of tackle those those two things at the same time. Definitely. I mean, I used to live on Long Island and the air there, especially I'm upstate now in Albany area, and the air there is just so thick with, you know, traffic emissions and the there's a lot of ozone issues. Um, and it really is, as someone who has asthma, it really makes a big difference in just your daily living, ability to walk outside and, and you know, especially if your transportation is... Is, is walking to work. You need to be able to walk to work and you need to be healthy to do that. So yeah. Um, finally, let's talk about the national picture here. Um, as you mentioned, you know, this law applies only in New York, of course, which means that after 2035, uh, theoretically, you could, you know, go to New Jersey or go to Connecticut or go to Pennsylvania and buy a gas powered car and drive it back into your home state. Uh, how many people will be willing to do that? Who knows? But uh, that's still possible. But that made me think that, um, you know, there's a limit to what New York or California can do on its own here. Um, is that something that the governor and state legislators are acknowledging that, you know, we're trying to regulate vehicles here, but this is a, a situation where we need a federal response, a multi-state response. Mm -hmm. So I actually had this question come up from readers after our story came out, you know, well, can I just drive to Pennsylvania? Can I purchase my car elsewhere? It seems like the state's going to lose car sales. And I called up one of the bill sponsors um, and just asked him point blank, you know, I'm, I'm reading the, red, the legislation and it doesn't have anything specific to you know, the red, maybe at the registration point, it needs to be done. Um, and he said, you know, I'm not really worried about it, which I was pretty surprised at. And he said, um, you know, this is something that other states are starting to look at. Um, the other states haven't passed it yet, but we have seen some uh, laws in other states that were um, going through the process and, and sort of, I think, 
by California and New York start getting the ball rolling, other states will follow. And he seems to think that um, states surrounding New York will be doing this um, by 2035. So it won't be a problem um, as much as people are thinking about. But it definitely would be easier if there was a federal regulation um, for all of these air standards that we're looking at. You know, the air in one state doesn't just stop at the line. And so when we're talking about carbon emissions and um, you know, air pollution, um, you know, they affect everyone. And so, and we as a nation, um, you know, need to be deciding what our goal is in terms of emissions. And so I think New York sort of had this, the lawmakers had this lofty goal and lofty idea and are sort of hoping that other states and the federal government will follow suit. All right. Well, that was Keisha Kluke speaking to us from Albany, New York. Keisha, thank you so much for talking with us. Thanks for having me. And that'll do it for today's episode of Parts Per Billion. If you want more environmental news, check us out on Twitter. We use the handle at environment, just that, at environment. I'm at David B. Schultz. If you want to sell me a car, uh, gas powered or otherwise, all offers will be entertained. Today's episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself, David Schultz. Parts Per Billion was created by Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle and is edited by Rebecca Baker and Chuck McCutcheon. Our executive producer is Josh Block. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Hey there, I'm Kyle Trigstad, politics editor for Bloomberg Government. And I'm Greg Giroux, senior elections reporter for Bloomberg Government. Check out our podcast, Down Ballot Counts. Each week, Greg and I will be breaking down all of those down-ballot elections that make up the fight for the U.S. Congress. Listen and subscribe to Down Ballot Counts from Bloomberg Government wherever you get your podcasts. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com.